Welcome to Mortgage Broker Acceleration with James Vagley and Ash Playstead. Being a successful mortgage broker is not just about offering great rates and great service. You need to become the best marketer, leader and strategist to outthink your competition. If you want to grow your mortgage business and do it smarter, keep listening. If you want to accelerate even faster, visit www.brokerworkshop.com. That's brokerworkshop.com. Now, let's accelerate. Here's James and Ash. Hey, everybody. It's James Vagley here, and welcome to a special episode of the MBA podcast. Ash, welcome to episode 75. How are you doing? I'm doing amazingly well, James, and I must be completely honest with you. Episode number 75, I'm a little bit nervous. <laughs> Maybe we should be. Maybe listeners, you should be nervous too. We, we don't know where this is going. This is going to be different. And we wanted to have some fun every 25 episodes. You know, these, I'm a bit of a nerd for numbers. So if it's 25, 75, 100, we're going to do something different to keep it fresh. And this episode, we're calling MBA Roulette. Uh, roulette, you know what it's like. You spin the wheel and you flick the little ball and it lands on one of a whole bunch of different numbers. It's pretty, it's completely random. So in the spirit of a bit of fun and uh, for today's episode, this week's episode, I've opened up and found a website uh, that is a random question generator, Ash. So there's nothing on this page other than a button that says click for question. Uh, And there's actually an image of a rubber duck floating on some water or it's really weird. But anyway, it's going to come up with questions and we're going to answer them. Simple as that. It could be a real simple question. It could be a bit of a deep question. We might link it to business. We might link it to us. You'll get, you know, to listeners, you'll get to learn a little bit more about myself and Ash. Um, Yeah, maybe we'll link it to business. Maybe we won't. There'll probably be some laughs. There'll probably be, who knows, Ash? Are you ready? Yes, I am ready to rock and roll. I'm just battening myself down for the uh, this. Anything could spit out of this uh, machine. So let's let's get stuck in. Yeah, let's start. So short answers. Ash and I will both go uh, whatever the questions are. Um, if it's completely like irrelevant and almost maybe a bit weird and inappropriate, maybe I'll skip the question, Ash. But otherwise, we're going to be completely at the mercy of the random question generator for today's episode. All right, press that button. All right, let's go. Click for question. Here we go. What languages do you speak? Uh, English and about 15 words of Latin. That's about it. Can you, can, you, can you say one of those words? Well, the problem is the only words I speak of Latin are swearing. <laughs> right? So I could say nobis complatum est. Viewers, go and Google it and see what it means. <laughs> Classic. Uh, well, I can't really beat that. Um, I only speak English. I've probably learnt to, uh, you know, uh, a two-week level, probably half a dozen different languages, uh, but unfortunately I don't speak any more than a few words. All right, that's question one. Next, pancakes or waffles? Pancakes. Oh, yeah, it's got to be pancakes. That's easy. Next. Ooh, if you could have any superpower, what would it be and why? You go first. Oh, man. Oh, this, the answer to this question changes all the time. If I had any 
And this 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 goes to a bigger question. If I could be one superhero, which is the superhero that rules all the other superheroes, right? So I generally land with Superman because Superman's got a good collection of powers. He can turn back time. He's got that laser vision. He's got the superhuman strength. Uh, you know, he's ravishingly handsome. That's a that's a pretty good bunch of superpowers, don't you? Yes, he's a, he's a bit of a sucker for kryptonite, but hey. His superpowers are amazing. Mm-hmm. So you'd be you'd be Superman, correct? Mm. If I could be any superpower, well, yeah. Let's. I'll, I'll go down your path and not go superpower, but superhero. I'm a. I'm, I like Batman. I'm a fan of Batman. I like Superman too, but uh, I don't know something about Batman. His. Um, I think the fact that he's like a regular dude, like he doesn't actually have any superpowers other than the fact that he is obviously pretty rich and has money to build crazy cars and armor and stuff. He's just a regular dude. Um, that's kind of why maybe I like Batman. Well, he's a regular dude that wears an unusual Lycra outfit, a bit like yourself, James. Well, they, you know, you can't get away from the Lycra when it comes to being a <laughs> that, That's a part and parcel. Yeah. Correct. Right. Uh, next, if you had to change your name, what would you change it to? <laughs> Let's just go first. Oh, name. Mick. You'd be a Mick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. Don't ask me, Mick. Maybe I, I reckon I might be a Max. I I, I reckon there was uh, an episode of The Simpsons like years and years years ago. This is showing my you know age. Not not that I'm old. It's just showing I'm, I grew up as in the Simpsons generation. And there's an episode where. Homer changes his name to Max Power and he becomes super popular and people start to like like him more because of the cool sounding name. So I reckon I would be Max Power. Ah, uh, that's where it comes from. <laughs> well, I think my 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 uh, love of Mick comes from Mick Dundee, of course, uh, Crocodile Dundee. Oh, love it. All right, next. Um, ooh, well, this one might be going a bit deeper. What incredibly strong opinion do you have that is completely unimportant in the grand scheme of things? I'm not skipping any questions, Ash. We're just going to – we are at the mercy of the generator today. Oh, so what, oh gee. What James? incredibly strong opinion do you have that is completely unimportant in the grand scheme of things? I know. I'll go first. Okay. Um, scrunching toilet paper. Can't scrunch <laughs> toilet paper. I have a strong opinion that folding is the only real way that one should be doing that motion on the bathroom. Uh, that is obviously completely unimportant, but let's just <laughs> – that's the first thing that came to mind. It's ridiculous, I know. <laughs> hey, uh, I'm outing myself with a scruncher. We are on opposing sides of that argument. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Well, hey, that's a good one. Listen, I, I'm not too sure where I'm going to go with this. I could have gone down the whole uh, anti-vaxxer route with this, right? I could have, but I'm not going to. I refuse to step on the cracks on the pavement. <laughs> like a, like just, a little kid does, yeah. Correct. Who would step on the pavements of a crack? Uh, uh, the cracks in the pavement? Are you, are you wacko? What's wrong with you? Yeah, that sounds a little bit um, like superstitious, Ash. Yeah, I think it is. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Uh, next, what is one of the great values that guides your life? This one's a bit of a more serious one. What is one of the great values that guides your life, Ash? 
Well, one of the there's a few right families at the centre of everything for me, as it is for a lot of people. But there was a a value taught to me by my mother, and it's a Christian value. Not that I'm religious, but it's you know do unto others as you would have them do to you. I've sort of adapted that a little bit for myself. That goes along the lines of do unto others as they would have you do to them. Mm. You see the twist there. Mm-hmm. That's good. My go? That's a, yeah, your go. Okay. Uh, I'm going to sound a little bit like um, Miss Universe, I think, with this one. Um, and I don't even know if it's a real value, but it's just something that came to mind. You know, in terms of values, I'm, and, and you, you'll know this, Ash, because this came out of a, a personality profiling test that we did um, not too long ago. And... One of my key drivers is, uh, from memory, I can't remember the exact word, is um, something like balance or harmony, right? And so I wrote down or just thought of the word peace, i.e. Miss Universe style, right? So one of the greatest values I think that guides my life is I, I, like, um, I like peace and harmony. And I, I don't like, you know, I, I do like to challenge and push and disrupt, uh, but I'm, I'm, I'm very cool and calm most of the time, Ash, collected. And I like to try and um, that's something I value and I guess try and, you know, put myself in situations and hopefully that uh, that are harmonic or peaceful and hopefully that rubs off on other people. I don't like, you know, unnecessary drama. <laughs> I love your answer. I really do. But you've created a real problem for me with that answer, Ooh, right? Okay. And the problem is that I have a mental image of you in a cocktail dress, being interviewed by Donald Trump for the Miss World contest. I can't get it out of my head. I'm not going there. I'll just move on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, 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 that's a good one. Love it. Uh, what's one of your favourite comfort foods? Well, confession time, listeners, sweet tooth. Like I have a chronic sweet tooth, so chocolate. Yeah. I would probably... I mean, I'm a massive chocolate fan too, but one of my favourite comfort foods, I probably go to savoury, even though I'm a sweet tooth, and favourite comfort food, I, I would always love sitting down to a bowl of spaghetti bolognese. I don't oh, know. Nice. Something about it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's very comforting, especially in a Melbourne winter. Mm-hmm. All right, Mr. Random Question Generator, what's next? Uh, mountains or ocean? I'll go first. Mm. Ocean. I'm a beach person. Yeah, uh, yeah, I was trying to convince myself of mountains, but no, ocean. Yeah, that's the question of the tree change or the sea change. And I get that people are sort of more tree changing. I love mountains and nature, but there's something about the beach, going in the water, the waves. I think I'm an ocean guy. Yeah. Oh, it's mesmerising. Yeah, yeah, how can you go past it? All right, what's next? Uh, ooh, another deeper one. Okay, what have you created that you are most proud of? And I guess we can go business, personal, anything. You go first. Yeah, well, look, that's I guess that, that's an off-the-cuff one. Well, you know what? Uh, this might sound a bit glib, but I am couldn't be more proud of what we've created in the broking industry. You know, and I really mean that. And listeners, like, you know, cheesy, right? Guilty as charged, but honest and true, also guilty. Like, we love what we do. I love what we do. Love 
paying it forward and helping brokers build amazing businesses. And, you know, I'm just super excited about it that, you know, what is yet to come down the pipe. So I'm super, super proud of that. I'm proud of other businesses that I've created in the broking industry, which are, are more operator broker businesses, right? Whereas this is more, I guess, having um, impact in the industry through the owners of businesses having impact in their community. I feel that that, that that's a real way to magnify impact. So I'm really proud of that. And at a private level, like, you know, obviously family, very proud of, you know, the the family unit and uh, the the couple of kids that I've managed to sort of bring into the world through the humps and bumps of life um, reasonably successfully. So you're very proud of that. Nice, nice. I think I'd probably have to jump on the bandwagon there. I mean, yeah, in terms of business, yeah, pretty proud of what we've done, I guess, in the last, uh, you know, for me since 2008, um, been in the industry a bit longer than that. But, um, you know, what this has ended up, uh, what we've ended up creating over this time frame has, um, and the amount of brokers that it's influenced either directly or indirectly, um, not just in Australia, but overseas in probably six plus countries. Um, and we're just getting started. So it's pretty awesome. Um, something I'm pretty proud of for sure. Um, all right. Next. What's your favorite candy? Uh, this is obviously an American. Oh. <laughs> That's like asking Dracula, what's your favorite type of blood? I reckon Seriously. I've got one. I reckon I've got one. I'm a, I'm a peppermint guy. So I, I like peppermint um, and or, and coconut. So any chocolate that's got either coconut or um, peppermint in it, it has so got my name. The two chocolate back. bars. So you got to go peppermint crisp. What was the one that's got the coconut in it? The chocolate one filled with coconut. What was that called again? Mm, there's a few of them. I like the one that's. It's a New Zealand one. It's uh, Whitaker's is the brand. And um, we're not getting paid for this. Maybe we should be. I'm shouting out to Whitakers. <laughs> Their coconut block is great. Love it. Favourite candy. Well, I may have to invoke my childhood. What was my favourite candy as a child? Um, probably they're still around today. I really love the, the White Knight. All right. Uh, don't ask me why. It was a combination of peppermint, chewy nougat, wrapped in chocolate. That just ripped fillings out of your teeth. Actually, My parents hated them. Yeah, you're showing your age a little bit because I barely even know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listeners, if you're over 40, you'll know what I'm talking about. If you're under 40, you're like, what? Well, I'm on the cusp of that and I don't quite know what that is. But, yeah, I think I know what they are. All right, I love it. Uh, oh, here's, here's a good one. What story does your family always tell about you? <laughs> this could be slightly uh, embarrassing or personal, Ash, if we think of one. Can Who you would know? Well, who wouldn't? I can tell you what my wife tells about me now. Listen, listeners, this is confession time. Right? My this is my wife. This has been telling this story for twenty six years. It gets more exaggerated and more funny every time she tells it. Well, according to her, I don't laugh much. But the story goes, James, that in nineteen ninety five, we were backpacking around the world. My wife and I. We were girlfriend and boyfriend at that stage. We were in Scotland. And we were in a little town called Dumfries, you know, probably never heard of it, little town. We got some fish and chips, you know, we couldn't afford to eat much. We, you know, fish and chips were pretty cheap way to have a meal. We were sitting in this little park in uh, Dumfries having fish and chips. And these very large seagulls, I call them sort of medium-sized albatrosses. I don't know what they were, but they were bloody huge. Anyway, we're, you know, flying around trying to get my fish and chips. And, you know, I said, you know, bugger off politely, they're mine. Well, with that, 
in the distance, one of these giant seagulls swoops in and drops a huge dump right on my head, right? <laughs> right on my bald head. And it was massive, right? Um, so I was severely offended and I bolted off to the tap to fill my little water bottle with water. I'm furiously cursing and rubbing this uh, bird excrement off my head. So my wife to this day tells the story about how I was dumped on in Dumfries. Oh, my God. I don't think I can uh, beat that one, Ash. I, I, <laughs> that's classic. I don't even have one that comes to mind, to be honest. Um, so maybe I'm just going to skip that one because I can't beat yours. I love that, the dump on the head. <laughs> hey, uh, listeners, listeners, you're all banned from telling that story, by the way. Oh, yeah, just between you and me, Ash. Uh, Correct. Okay. Um, who inspires you to be better? Mm, that's a deepish mm. one, isn't it? What's the first thing that comes into mind? Yeah, look, look. I've obviously got um, role models in my life. You know, uh, you know, my grandfather, my father, mother, um, other sort of uh, figures. But to be honest with you, I, because I'm very much about personal growth, self leadership, and what you might want to call the inner journey, I very much believe that you know the the greatest inspiration for me comes from within, and I'm a big believer in that self contained. Uh, capability rather than necessarily relying on external inspiration. But having said that, you know, there are certain people in my life who laid the groundwork um, for, you know, rules of life and, you know, way to live. But, yeah, very much for me it's a, it's about uh, internalising that and, and seeking the inspiration from within. Oh, I like that. I like that. That's a, that's a good one. I, uh, I would probably – I'd probably just – you know, I'll take a business approach on this. I'd just say, you know, our team, like each one of our amazing team uh, at Broker Profits Vault, I would say they inspire me to be better because, you know, like we're all on a journey to impact the broking industry, you know, to a bigger effect, like every day, every week. And I think without such an amazing team of people pushing and challenging and asking the right questions at the right time and, um, you know, I think that's, what it's an awesome answer yeah that's what causes me to get better and keep building this business and making it better is is our team yeah i I love that i love that and look yeah something that i would add to that too is i I mean i have this conversation a lot people ask me oh how's work going what are you doing etc etc you know my default is always i love the people i work with you know you know that i mean you know we share the love but for listeners you know, I think it's really, really powerful to be inspired to be better and to be your best is, might be a better way to put that by the people around you um, and the people who you spend a lot of your time with, which is the people you work with. I mean, and, you know, they are amazing people, you know, so it's a thing that motivates me as much as the people that we work with, which is you guys, helping yep. you guys um, be better. I'm inspired by the people we work with as well. Yeah, thanks, mate. Now, we got... A minute and a half or so left. Let's see if we can rip through some in almost like fast money. That's, again, showing my age, like sale of the century, fast money where there's like 60 seconds and it's more rapid fire. So, I mean, because we can keep doing this for like hours, right? There's endless questions. So let's try and cut it off after a 60-second fast round, all right? And I'll read, the buzzer. I'll read the questions. You go first and then I'll jump in straight after. All right, here we go. What's your favourite piece of clothing you own? My green khaki shorts. Uh, my watch. <laughs> Pirates or ninjas? 
Pirates. Ninjas. What's one place you've travelled that you'd never want to go back to? Buffalo, New York. Uh, oh, my God. I, love, I can't think of somewhere where's a place I've travelled. I never want to go back to. Oh, no. Uh, I think I've been buzzed out, timed out. Uh, we've already done that one. Um, what would you do on a free afternoon in the middle of the week? Sleep. Uh, go for a walk around the park. What's the last book you gave up on and stopped reading? Oh, I just need to turn around. Uh, it would probably be Altered Traits. I got halfway through and my brain started to hurt. Yeah, I've, I've read probably half a dozen books recently that uh, I stopped. I can't think of one off the top of my head. What's the worst movie you've ever seen? <laughs> Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. Oh, that sounds good. I was going to say one of the Batmans. I, they're not the really good ones like recently, but uh, like one of the really bad ones with what's his name? Um, oh, who was Batman in the 90s? It was like Batman Returns. It was so bad. It was, I think, the only movie in my life I've ever seriously considered walking out of. One of yeah, the Batmans. That's bad. Yeah, let's do a couple more quickly. What was your best birthday? I, I would say my 18th. Mm. And I can't, and I can't explain why. Yeah, because you don't. Yeah, I'd probably have to say easy my thirtieth. Yeah. What's one of the greatest values that guides your life? We've done that. Uh, oh, okay. Here's something. What's something you learned in the last week? Uh, what's something I learned in the last week? Um, oh, that that. Uh, that we're, we're, we're all avoiding conflict with China, hence the latest uh, COVID variation, skipping a few Greek letters. People oh. know what I'm talking about. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, this will be interesting by the time this goes to air. We'll see how that goes. Let's see if we can do one more. Um, oh, and literally, the, this is the last question we're going to do, and it's a really good one. So let's finish on this. What's something you wish you'd figured out sooner? Uh, that if you start talking to girls, they might actually talk back to you. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was probably going to say something along the lines of the other sex, uh, probably as well. <laughs> Let's, but in terms of business, I reckon what's something I wish I'd figured out sooner? Um, that it's easier to build a business with other people than by yourself because for years, I wanted to hide in my room and not hire any people and make it super easy and simple, but it's actually much easier to build a business that's better for everybody uh, with others. So I wish I'd figured that out sooner. Yeah, good point. It's, uh, my business one would be, and I've said this many times before, is if only I knew about coaches when I needed them 20 years ago. It would have saved me eight years of my life. I love that. Get a good coach. Get a good coach indeed. Well, listeners, well, let's leave it there. We've gone 22 minutes. Uh, MBA roulette, not about mortgage broking, but over the last 20 minutes and a whole bunch of questions, hopefully you've got some extra insights into myself and Ash. And at the end of the day, that's what we want to do. We want to have a conversation and get to know you and you know you to get to know us. And uh, what better way to have a bit of fun on episode 75 with the random question generator with the weird duck on my screen. If I had video, Ash, it would make perfect sense, but we don't. So this has been fun. I think I'm now perfectly prepared to go on the chaser. Oh, the chaser, yeah. I 
That's it. I actually know somebody who's on that show. Um, know somebody that knows somebody that's on that. Show. One of the um, what do they call them? The the, uh, mine, the mines or something. Oh uh, yeah, the yeah the the the, the ones that uh, are trying to destroy the contestants. Yeah, 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 yeah those yeah. people. Yeah, no, I don't think I'm up to that level, but I, I think I'm ready to go on as a contestant. Well, good luck with that. Uh, maybe that'll be a future episode. We'll see if Ash gets in. Uh, listeners, I hope this has been fun. Uh, obviously, you know, next week we'll get back to talking business and mortgages and things like that. Um, but every once in a while we'll look to have a little bit of fun. Uh, hope you enjoyed this episode. And uh, if you have any requests for topics or episodes, you know, feel free to reach out to the team here and uh, put forward some ideas. We're more than happy to be open and uh, you know, schedule something in that you guys really want to know about. That's what we're here, here to do. Um, but until then, Ash will be back next week with another episode, motor through to our next milestone of 100 episodes in uh, still a while away, you know, 25 to go, but uh, can't wait to do the next 25 with you. And I guess we'll see you next week. Yeah, likewise, James. Really enjoyed this. I shall see you next time. Bye, listeners. Have a great one. Thanks for joining this episode of Mortgage Broker Acceleration. It's now time to grow your mortgage business, your income, and your lifestyle too. If you want to accelerate and learn from the best, head over to brokerworkshop.com and join the next deep dive training with James and Dash. That's www.brokerworkshop.com. Until next time, go get them.